<laughs> All right, guys, welcome to the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast. Today, we have Matthew Brown with us, who's been a member of CrossFit Casco Bay for nine years. He's a financial advisor here in Portland, and we kind of just want to sit down and uh, talk with you about you know what's kind of happening right now and what can we do to get through this time and what can we do post this to kind of keep things going. I know this is not necessarily health related. This is a health and fitness podcast, but this is probably number two on the concern. If number one is health, number two for a lot of people right now is their finances. So I'd like to start with uh, just kind of introduce yourself and kind of just give me a rundown of what you're here to talk about today and uh, what we're kind of seeing right now in in the market here. Absolutely. So um, I've been been a member of CFCB for, I think um, I just heard on my I uh, had popped up on my Facebook memories that I left Planet Fitness nine years ago uh, this week. So I actually uh, uh, kind of feel like I'm a bit of an OG member to the to the gym, um, but I've been here for nine years. Uh, I've been a financial planner um, with the same company for f- going on 15 years. So um, it has been uh, it's been something that like so market volatility and and, and dealing with. Uh, I would say calamity is, is not a stranger in my practice. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of interesting things, but, um, I am, uh, I'm, I'm very, I, I'm super interested in helping people out as best we can. And I know you mentioned this is a health and fitness podcast. Um, but obviously mental sanity is a major, major piece of that. And a lot of people stress about, you know, health and money, you know, it's a big, big element. So, uh, I'm here to maybe talk a little bit about some steps you can take, um, things you can do to help yourself out. Um, and what is kind of happening out there and what, what we kind of see and what you can plan for. Yeah. So let's start with, um, maybe can you give us your thoughts on what is exactly happening right now? Because for a lot of us, we just kind of put on the news and we have a general understanding of what's happening. We know the stocks definitely aren't doing good, <laughs> but, uh, what, what is happening right now and what are the ramifications of what's happening going into the future? Sure. Um, so the, the major recap piece is obviously everyone understands that, uh, there is a, a contagion, a pandemic that's happening. Um, and as per CDC rules or guidelines, should we say, uh, one of the things that we're looking to do is to um, stem the tide of the contagion. So in order to do that, um, a lot of people are being asked to, you know, practice good social distancing. Like to, I, I'd like to tell our membership that we are we are practicing good social distancing right now. Um, to to try to limit the ability to for the for the the virus to spread. Now for for people in this room who are talking right now, there's probably little worry or risk that uh, and I'm no epidemiologist, I'm not an MD, but there's low likelihood of it really doing disastrous, horrible things to anybody in this room, right? But it's the people that we interact with, our family members and that sort of thing. So what has happened in the economy as a result of this is that congregating, you know, nodes or places where people would generally be in close proximity, um, spending money, doing things, namely one of the biggest hit industries would be like the restaurant and bar scene, um, has been de facto decimated just especially in the short run on the basis that, um, these are places where people, uh, that would, you know, spend money, provide income and livelihood to a host of people. One of the largest swaths of the economy, um, no longer people can, can really, uh, you know, go to can't congregate at. So what we'll deal with is in the short run, 
is we're going to end up having to deal with a, a huge portion of uh, the economy for a very short while just sort of being bottlenecked where you can't spend money. And if you can't spend money, um, then the economy doesn't grow. And then there's a whole bunch of other businesses and institutions um, that are going to, uh, you know, in the short run, very, you know, suffer as a result of no cash flow and no income. So those are, those are things that are going to cause that have caused some element of panic um, in the marketplace. And that's what causes, you know, kind of situations like we're in. Um, Awesome. So, (laughs) yeah. So, can you give us, um, and we can kind of separate this into different scenarios. I, I'm going to talk about first for the people that are still able to work or have some semblance of a job right now, what can we be doing, um, to kind of get through this, this, this hardship mm-hmm. and in terms of our finances? So if I am working at least a little bit right now, what can I do to, to get through this? That's a, uh, it's a good question. So <clears throat> for the fortunate people that are insulated, uh, from, um, the, the, the jobs and careers that have pulled them away from work for the people that do have some ability to continue to work and earn money. Uh, I would think initially other than you're getting used to a new home life, (laughs) um, is I I would manage, uh, I would certainly manage your capital from a standpoint of like keeping a, a healthy checking and savings account initially. Um, but like myself, I've had the, the fortunate ability of saying that I've got, I can not only meet my needs, but I've got a little disposable income. I'm doing the best that I can in the short run to help some of my fellow men, fellow women in the, um, in the service industry. So I'm, I'm choosing to go and like you know, do take out every once in a while, buy a gift card, that sort of thing to help keep some of these businesses limping along as best we can. From a, from a personal finance standpoint, if that's, uh, if that's something you feel like you need to truncate. And again, everyone's circumstances are different. Um, I think that's a, that's an important thing to state. Um, but along with that, there are some people that could see this as an opportunity. Um, there is a demographic in my practice that are eagerly looking to, um, find an ability that knowing that they have a longer time horizon could take advantage of this with, you know, purchasing equities, you know, you know, doing some investing, doing some savings. Uh, there are some definite options out there for people like that. Um, but I guess it really kind of depends on like what the individual circumstances are and what like are some near term hurdles they might have. Um, so I guess it really kind of depends, but, uh, I would say start, start off first and foremost, cause we don't know how long this exactly will last. I'm really hopeful it's shorter than we think, but in case it's not, I would err a tad on the side of caution and just make sure you keep some extra, you know, a, a larger balance in your checking or savings account to start with. I would say that would be prudent. Um, and then beyond that, it really depends on what your goals are. Awesome. And so for the less fortunate of us that are, you know, they got laid off or maybe they're business owners and, and they can't run as they normally would. Um, what is your best advice for them going through this? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the hardest piece of this. Um, I've got a lot of, I, I think we all have really good friends that work in the, the service industry of some kind, whether it be restaurant or bar scene or anything like that. Um, I know that, uh, some disaster relief has been planned for people with unemployment. I would say if you're not collecting that, get educated on and get on that as soon as possible. Um, obviously, th- those numbers won't help the economy because that that hurts 
you know, people doing forward forecasting as to how big the drag is on the economy, but you got to do what you got to do to survive. Right. So I would say it's really important for you to make use of any sort of social safety valve that you have, um, really kind of monitor your budget. Um, I do have some friends that are going to struggle with, um, uh, making, making ends meet, I would start talking to your creditors if you have those. Um, so whether it be, you know, no one's unaware that this is going on. And I do think a number of lenders, uh, at least in the anecdotal stories that I've heard have been willing to work with people. So, um, if you're, if you're a little bit under the gun, um, then I would make some phone calls to reach out to those people, make them aware because the last thing you want to do is, have an automatic debit or, you know, arrangement come out of your checking account when you really needed that. Um, so get ahead of that as soon as possible, make some phone calls. I would start with that. And to go back to the, like the, the macro sense of this whole thing, what, what do you think is going to happen going forward? Cause I feel like at least for America, we're kind of, you know, I kind of hope that we're in the middle of it and we're maybe getting towards the peak, but in reality, it almost seems like we're kind of just getting started, especially looking at other countries that have gone through this. So what's going to be happening for America going forward in the market? Wow. That's, um, so, uh, I, I'm going to, re- I'm going to try to refrain from putting on my, my economist hat a bit, but I'll, I'll give you my, my personal opinion. This is not the representative you know opinion of my firm, but, um, so I think a number of industries are going to meaningfully change, uh, exactly which ones I think we're going to have yet to see. I don't think we're, I also like you would like to believe we're halfway through this, but I I don't exactly know. It really depends on a number of things that come down from, you know, leadership in the government and how that all kind of works and uh, whether or not we get more rapid testing done. Um, If ever, I think we're still a long ways from like any form of vaccine. Um, I think, uh, was it Dr. Fauci, who's part of the... um, uh, the president's cabinet, one of the luminaries, I would say there was talking about the rapid spread of this and the fact that they're trying to green light as many, uh, you know, proper vaccines as it makes sense, but there's still a long way, a long road before they're considered usable. So we're, we're, we've got some time horizon in front of us to get through this. Now where the economy kind of goes in my feeling is that, uh, depending on the liquidity factors, which for those of you who don't understand that, if you're a business and you are concerned about meeting your cash flow needs, you run into what's called a liquidity crisis, um, which is you don't have the money to you know maintain your daily operations and those kinds of things. And we go back to feeling like it's 0809 again, again, which is not great, which is not a lot of fun. Um, those companies. Uh, you know, will likely be participating. It's there's, there's rumor on the street of like what they call TARP or, uh, like, uh, troubled asset relief programs that we had in 0809 where you had a number of companies that were really struggling that needed to get bailed out. And those were banks back then. And I think now we're looking at like airlines, um, those kinds of companies, which won't be allowed to really fail because that's part of our natural infrastructure. So it'll be curious to kind of see what happens to them moving forward. I think, uh, I don't really know about any sort of, I don't really know about any sort of like, uh, major changes that will happen to specific industries. Like what kind of big protocols will be like after 0809, there was a host of legislative efforts to prevent, um, the kind, the kind of like cavalier wall street, you know, wheel and deal with my money without telling me kind of a feeling. 
I don't know what's going to come out of this because this was a health issue that created a fiscal one as opposed to a fiscal crisis that created a fiscal problem. So I'll be curious to kind of see what comes out of the CDC uh, recommendations from the WHO and how that happens in our daily lives. And that will influence industry, right? So, you know, the things that will change for us after this will naturally influence you know, fiscal policy to some degree, but I'm not sure which exactly. So it'll be a little bit uh, before we, before any of that path is really made clear, at least in my eyes. But there's some, I think we all can be pretty confident that things will change. I don't just don't know how. <laughs> yes. Um, so in this time, it's obviously, it's not going great, but you talked about um, things like supporting, like takeout, like supporting service industries that are still trying to run. Do you have any other suggestions for for the people that, you know, might be a little bit more fortunate where they, they're not hit so hard by this? Like, what can we be doing to help our fellow man right now? Is there any other things physically that we can do um, on top of, you know, buying a pizza every once in a while and sure. using takeout? Is there anything else that you can recommend? So, uh <clears throat> Um, I've had, uh, so so there's two parts of that. There's the fiscal piece, which, which we can speak a little bit to, but there's also the interhumanal piece, which is just, just reaching out to people. Um, I have been, uh, I've had, I've had a number of friends of mine who now do, um, using zoom, which is a teleconferencing software, um, ongoing, like happy hours from home. It's a little artificial. It feels a little strange. Um, and when you have nine people all lined up on your laptop, it looks like you're all part of the Brady bunch. It's a weird situation and you're all drinking. It's the Brady bunch with alcohol. Um, but that's done a number of things. And especially since this is about wellness, that's a number of things that are important for me from a, a social wellness piece and a, and a mental wellness piece. Um, checking in with people is, I mean, cause we're all human. We're all in this together. I think that's the first most important piece of this is to check in with people, um, fiscally to help people out. Um, again, supporting those small businesses in ways that you, you can, without being injurious to yourself, I think is really prudent. Um, I personally make it a, um, until at least Maine is asked to, you know, shelter in place like California and New York have done recently until we've just, until that's happened for us, I've made it a point to, um, do curbside pickup of breweries. So I'm a big ardent proponent of the brewing scene. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll spend money there. Uh, I, I will do some takeout. I'll do gift certificates. I will do those things. Um, insofar as it isn't, you know, detrimental to my personal budget and that sort of thing, but we have to do that collectively or else the companies that are not just, they're not too big to fail. They're too good to fail. And I really worry about the state of the union in trying to get things when, when things get better, getting people up off the curb and like getting back to full employment, getting back to, to full capacity. Cause if they're not there anymore, it's going to be really tricky for people to come off the sidelines again and like reinvest in those businesses. So, um, I think I, I, to my knowledge, that's, that's probably the best logical approach is the best use is incremental. But if we all do something incrementally, we can all sort of limp through this and then get back to normal when normal shows up. So when some semblance of normal does show up, what is your what plan of action? What should I be focusing on once we kind of, you know, 
see through these clouds and and we kind of have normal conditions. So fiscally speaking for the individual, I would start with your budget. It always begins with, you know, your top line, bottom line. So cash flow in, cash flow out. That's the way I always start conversations with comprehensive clients. Um, we always talk a little bit about um, the lifeblood of your financial circumstances is predicated on what do you bring in and how are you spending your money? So we start there. Do, do a self-check, self-assessment. Be brutally honest. I think it's, you know, we stress that when you, when you talk about your diet, right? Like be brutally honest about the things that you do. Um, it's great that on paper that you stay within your, your macros and your block schedule, but then like, but then I ate a whole pizza. Like, mm, sorry. Like, no, it's, you know, be honest, be honest about the things that you're doing with yourself. Um, your habits, your spending, keep track of these things, keep tallies. Um, once you go back to that and you feel like you're starting to be in a place where you can, uh, we're back to normal, let's say, whenever that is. Um, the first thing that's probably going to need a lot of help is cash, you know? And I don't just mean, I think we talked about this earlier. I just mean like gangster rolls in your freezer. Um, those are great. That's wonderful. But I would also start really replenishing and getting back to a really comfortable safety net of cash. Um, that's the first place I tell clients to go um, because that's what gives you the license and ability to do the longer term investing in your life is the fact that you've got the short term parachute. And I think this is a great example of something that I preach, sadly, to as many clients as I possibly can is that cash is a great asset class for exactly these kinds of times. Now, we're kind of in it right now, so it's not like you can you know, focus, you know, uh, with emphasis on building it right now for a lot of people, you can't. And if you can, then make sure you're up to like three to six months of expenses, depending on your circumstances. Um, but build your cash back up and then start looking at what your needs and wants are. And then you start saving or investing toward those goals. So we start in that kind of triage way. And uh, kind of slowly wrap things up here. What is, is there anything that we haven't kind of touched on yet that you really want to touch on? Or maybe like one thing that we can take away from this podcast in terms of our financial health right now? Sure. I think there's a lot of hope, honestly. Um, I think we've been through a ton. Um, you have to understand that there have been uh, since since the markets, let's just start with that because that's something I keep things in, within framework. Um, there have been 10 full recessions since it starts. So that's roughly one every seven to eight years, give or take. So this isn't something that's going to go away. This isn't something that just stops happening once or twice. We had that thing a while ago and a lot of our, our long, younger membership have no memory of 08, 09, or if you go back further to 2000 and 2001, or if you go back further to the savings and loan crisis of the 90s, if you go back further, we go back to the uh, the oil and gas embargoes where you could only buy gas if like the last number or letter in your license plate was even or odd or something like that. Like it, this is a cycle that will repeat itself. So it's best to be prepared for the next one. Um, for those of us that are in a pretty good shape, uh, getting through this, whether your job, disposal income, you've got some cash on your sides, everything seems to be okay. You're just practicing social distancing. This could be a really great opportunity to put some money to work for yourself. I don't have a lot of clients that are like that. I, I do. I definitely have some, um, but doing some savings or investing when it's very hard can do very, very big things for you down the road. I mean, that's how Warren Buffett made his money, right? Be aggressive or be greedy when everyone's fearful and be fearful when everyone's greedy. So there, depending on your situation, there could be some great light at the end of the tunnel for those people. And finally, a lot of us are at home 
kind of bored twiddling our thumbs listening to this podcast or just like wanting things to do. And we, I know we had chatted a little bit previous to a recording about what you've been doing. So I just thought it'd be kind of cool to share maybe how you've been passing the time on top of your work, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe talking a little bit about uh, what you've been brewing up my, at home. My, my daily ops. Sure. Um, so I, uh, I, I love the fact that I'm, uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little column A and column B from a introvert extrovert standpoint. Um, I love human interaction. It was actually, this is a huge charge for me to come in today and, and kind of talk to you guys and see living people and they do exist still. I, I missed you guys. Um, uh, but I really don't mind being at home and, you know, doing the things I was doing. So, uh, number one is I do have a, uh, I follow the online, uh, online programming for some of the fitness pieces, except I don't do uh, Yeah. I will not do anything voluntarily with burpees. I mean, I goddamn hate them. Um, excuse me, but, uh, <clears throat> but, um, I do work out. I do, uh, I, I will do something fitness related every single day, something active to make sure that, uh, it's very important for me to, to, to a burn calories, but also the mental health aspect of that is cannot be overstated. Um, on top of that, uh, I will work Monday from Monday through Friday, my normal operating business hours. Um, uh, my laptops at home. I do work. I have client conference calls. Um, if people are interested and worried or, you know, want to seek me out, they certainly can. Um, I'm on the Facebook group. Look me up there. If you have concerns or questions, whatever it is. Um, but on top of that, I also brew a lot of beer. So when, when the apocalypse is over, which it will <laughs> exactly <laughs> fire pit and I'll have all the taps open. So, um, so for sure, for sure. Um, and that's something people should realize is like this too shall pass. I don't know how long it'll take and what, what it'll look like afterwards, but you know, rest, you know, rest with some hope that like, this isn't the thing that kills us. This is the thing that inconveniences us. Um, and so we're, we're going to get through this together. It'll be tough. It'll be hard, but we'll do it. Um, but my day is basically comprised of work, a little bit of fitness. I'm going to clean the house like a hundred times. I'm just going to have to, like, it's just what I'm going to do. And I brew a lot of beer and I'm doing a lot of reading. I'm involving myself in a lot of books. Um, so do something for your mental health. I think is an important thing. Well, we really appreciate you coming on, Matthew. And, uh, guys, make sure you know that, um, CrossFit Casco Bay is here for, for you during this time. So if you need anything, feel free to reach out to us on all our social media accounts and keep watching for at home workouts and these podcasts. We're going to be trying to pump these out as much as possible. So stay safe, stay home if you can, and we will see you at the gym eventually. Take care guys.